1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do people get you mad? How do you respond? Someone once said, whenever we frown because we are mad, at someone we use 42 different muscles, whereas it only takes four muscles to stretch out your hand and smack them around the side of the head. Their philosophy is, don't get mad, get even. Now, of course, I'm not advocating that, and neither did Jesus. He said, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. To be meek implies a freedom from the spirit of retaliation or revenge. Now, meekness is not weakness, but strength under control. Meekness is that incredible ability to be attacked, provoked, insulted, injured, hurt, etc., without needing to justify ourselves or to hit back. Meekness is not pacifism. It doesn't mean that we renounce our civil rights of self-protection and become doormats, but that we subdue this desire to be vindictive. Are we losers for that? No, Jesus said the meek will inherit the earth. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: And welcome to Set Free with author and pastor Ken Legg and I'm Phil Edwards and this week we're looking at becoming people of influence and what Ken's been sharing with us is that our influence is none other than the indwelling life of Christ being manifest to those around us. Um, Ken, you got me there with your intro. I thought you were going to uh, do that one of, uh, you know, it takes so many muscles to frown but less to smile but uh, <laughs> only four to smack someone up the side of the head. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. You've been talking about the Beatitudes, and um, you know that they're a description of that life. You know, the life of influence and Christ indwelling within us. Mm. Blessed are the meek. It's one that's often misunderstood, but it's uh, it's easier said than done, too, isn't it?
1: It sure is. In fact, I, I once heard somebody say, "When we consider how Christ has forgiven us, His enemies, we can easily forgive." <laughs> well, I find that I need more than an incentive or an external motivation, if you like, in order to show restraint. When provoked, In fact, I know that in me, I can't do that. Mm. You know, that's not who I am. So meekness, as we learn, is a product of God's working in our lives. In fact, Jesus said, you remember, come to me, all you that labor, heavy laden, I will give you rest. Then he said, take my yoke upon you, learn from me, because I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. So it's the life of Jesus. Now, of course, Jesus was the personification of meekness. You know, he's described as a lamb. And when you think about it, not only does a lamb not attack others, it's totally defenceless. Uh, it doesn't kick, it doesn't scratch, it doesn't bite, it's got no poisonous venom, it can't climb trees to escape, predators, etc. It's totally defenceless. And uh, humility is the very beauty of Jesus. That's why he's called the Lamb of God. One thing with, with meekness, it's often uh, uh,
0: misconstrued as weakness. But if you think of that example of have smacking somebody up the side of the head. Yeah. It often takes more strength not to do that, not to react, yeah. to turn the other cheek and to act in the way Jesus would have us act.
1: Yeah, as I say, you know, meekness is not weakness. It's actually strength under control. But I come to the, back to this point, Phil, that I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. In, in my flesh there dwells no good thing. But Jesus is meekness personified, if I can use that. Mm. And then, of course, when we get saved, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. and. What is the Holy Spirit symbolized as? The dove. Now, a dove, again, is the gentlest, the most affectionate of birds. It's not carnivorous. It doesn't have a barbed beak. It doesn't have hooked talons with which to tear its prey. It's the very embodiment of tenderness and love. And so meekness is a product of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit who's come to manifest the life of Jesus in us. Now, we know, of course, Phil, there's coming a day when Jesus will reign over the earth and the lion Or lie down with the lamb. But when Jesus reigns in our hearts, in the here and now I'm talking about, the lion becomes
0: the lamb. So, does meekness mean that when somebody wrongs us, we should be totally passive
1: about it? I mean, are Christians at heart pacifists? Is that what it means to turn the other cheek? No, as I said earlier, you know, meekness is not pacifism. It doesn't mean that we renounce. our attempts, if you like, of self-protection. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that survival instinct is in every one of us. You know, we're not doormats. But it just means that we subdue this desire for revenge. Uh, we're all victims of the wrongs of others and usually, feel that happens in what we call the primary relationships in life or the close relationships in life. You mean like you know? your wife or your husband well, or your kids? Yeah, or exactly. Your yeah. boss or somebody, yeah. Uh, even other Christians? <laughs> never. Um, never. <laughs> I like that. But um, modern Christianity talks about rights when we're hurt, you know, having our rights. Mm -hmm. The Bible speaks about responsibilities, and I like that word because the word response is in there, responsibilities. See, an attack demands a response. That's why we're not pacifists. A pacifist has no response. It just goes into neutral. It just is like there's nothing. There's no response. But that's not what a Christian is. A a, a Christian does respond. Um, You think about Jesus. Um, He didn't just uh, have his life taken from him. He laid down his life. He was active. He was proactive. There's nothing uh, passive about the cross. Mm. And, and it's like that with the Christian life. You know, Jesus didn't say just cop it when you're attacked. But he said don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. Now, you talked about uh,
0: two of the other Beatitudes yesterday, being poor in spirit and mourning over the fact of sin. And you were saying how they were actually there to prepare us for the next one, which is blessed are those who hunger and
1: thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. Can we talk about that some more? Yeah, I think the first thing about this beatitude is that Jesus didn't say happy are the righteous. I, you know, I, I stumbled over this for years. He didn't say happy are the righteous. He said happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. There's a key distinctive there, isn't it? Absolutely is. I mean, um, if, if the righteous are happy, then I've got to wait till I produce this righteousness. Mm. I don't have it. But if I hunger and thirst for it, then I'm looking somewhere to receive this righteousness, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. See, hunger and thirst can be terrible things, and yet those who work with the undernourished, for example, they're never concerned when the the hungry cry. They're concerned when they don't cry. Uh, If you like, hungering and thirsting is an instinct that prevents us from becoming extinct. Mm. So when someone who's hungry stops crying, it's usually because they've died. That's what I'm saying. So the very crying is an evidence of life. So when Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. What he was saying is, don't bring your righteousness to me, but bring your hunger for righteousness to God. And a great book to get a better understanding of this is Romans, isn't it? Yeah, righteousness actually is mentioned 35 times in the book of Romans. And here's the interesting thing. Every time it's spoken of, it's spoken of as a gift. Um, For example, right at the beginning of Romans, uh, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. So the gospel reveals the righteousness of God. Now, you remember, Phil, when Jesus started his ministry, he came down to the River Jordan, and there was John baptizing everyone, Mm -hmm. and Jesus goes into the water to be baptized. And John was startled. You know, He said, no, 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 I, I should be baptized by you. This is what Jesus said. He said, suffer it to be so now, because in doing this, we are fulfilling all righteousness. Now, what did he mean? Well, he was appearing... At a sinner's baptism But he wasn't a sinner So why was he there He was the representative Of sinners Uh, Just as the first Adam Represented us And really mucked it up For all of us You Mm -hmm. know And sin was imputed to us Jesus was now coming In the likeness Of sinful flesh Not as a sinner But in the likeness Of sinful flesh He would become sin And just as he was Immersed in the waters Of Jordan uh, He was going to be Immersed in The waters of death He would die For our sin Then he would be Raised from the dead, as he was like brought up out of the water, Mm. he'll be raised from the dead to newness of life, to be the, the head of the new creation. So he said, this act, which we are enacting now, which is a picture of the death and the resurrection, this will fulfill righteousness. And so God's way of righteousness is not change. God doesn't say to you and I, change and become righteous people. We can't become righteous by changing. His way is exchange. See, that's what happened at the cross. The Bible says that God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. And so he was judged there at the cross. You know, he he was buried in the waters of death. He was raised to newness of life so that we uh, might now become the righteousness of God in him. We are in Christ, and that is where our righteousness is to be found. He is unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. He is our righteousness.
0: leave our discussion there today and pick it up tomorrow on the subject of becoming a person of influence. Until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.